How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Entertainmentweekly.com has published what they are calling a rom-com bracket. And it doesn't even freaking have When Harry Met Sally. Shippers. Let's fix this. This is Same Day Shipping, the show where we geek out about real love and fake relationships. I'm Colin J. Morris. I'm Kelly Nugent. I'm Patrick Ellers. And I'm Ryan. I... I'm very angry. I'm going to try to be nice because you guys are my friends. But no, I'm fine. very disappointed in the roster as presented by Entertainment Weekly of the best rom-coms of all time. Um, the first thing that I don't know that we need to address it, but but let's. Uh, but let's. <laughs> Entertainment Weekly's website is just EW.com, right? It is, but I wanted to call them out by name because anyone was confused. First and last. Perfect. First, first and, last. and last. First and last. Mm-hmm. Put them on first yes. and last. Put them on blast. blast. Yes. <laughs> it's, you know, and here's the thing. Because I've been thinking about this all day. All your life, <laughs> really. Honestly, well, no, okay, I've we been have... thinking about the ultimate rom-com my whole life, but I've been thinking about this list and the flaws therein all day. And I think I've gotten to some of it. And I think some of it is because I, I made up my own notes i have two pages of notes including uh mogi's mentions which is a special section that uh i'll say at the end but this it's hard to choose rom-coms without letting your personal favorites get in the mix yes so as much as i find many flaws in this bracket which is a 32 film bracket broken up um, by decade exactly the, the 80s so, the 90s the 2000s and the 2010s 2010s yes and i think in each decade there are issues that we can go through um but some of it is personal favorites and i understand that if i were the writer of uh, such a bracket for a publication such as ew.com i would probably sneak in some of my favorites to the 32 yeah sure. you have to sure um, I'd probably omit things like right now. Hitch is not on here, mm-hmm. and Hitch should be on here. 
Mm-hmm. But guess what? I'm not going to argue in my notes for Hitch to be get added because I don't actually care about it. But <laughs> but it should be it on. Should there. be on here. Yeah. So we don't. What we're going to do is we're we're going to go over the list as it is. We're going to fix it and then we're going to run it ourselves. Yes, this yes. is ambitious, and I'm so excited about it. Uh, also, it I think should be apparent just from listening to even a second of this show. That Ryan Mogi's got the reins on this one. Yes. Listen, <laughs> first of all, first of all, so what we usually do, if you guys want a little peek behind the curtain, is day of, we usually text our thread and say, does mm-hmm. anyone have any hot topic ideas? Right. So I did that today. And <laughs> hot take ideas. And Ryan was like, I do not have a topic, but I'm really upset about this. And I could talk about it for hours. And then I didn't know that you meant you were going to send us something. I thought you meant that you were mad that I was asking about <laughs> oh, no. So I was like, I, I thought oh. the same thing. I'm not always like at my phone when the yeah. texts are going. Oh, up, no. But this time I was. And the, that text was, I'm angry about this. And I could talk about it for hours. And then minutes go by. Minutes went by. On my side. Is I saw this list. <laughs> I got very mad. Then I t- was texting with you guys. And then now this is another flaw. Because yeah. we also had mobile issues with this list. It's not this mobile is friendly. not made mm. e- easy to, to send. So I was just trying to send it to you. At first, it was a link, and the link wasn't really working. I had trouble. I wanted to just send you guys an image of the bracket we, yes. for you to open at your leisure. Didn't want to give it them those took clicks. took about 90 seconds for me to figure out what I needed to do and send it. <laughs> it was 90 seconds of hell. Because and then it, I had to send it again because it was not good enough. No, Kelly was here's the thing. I but couldn't at least, see it. It was too blurry. And then so I was like, I was like, like um, on the verge of this discovery and just couldn't <laughs> breach it because I was like, what the fuck is going on? I kept like, re- I restarted my internet to look at this stupid website and it I'm still sorry. didn't work. So I was like and meanwhile, out. Meanwhile, the texts are piling up. They're popping, up. They're yes. popping you, off. That, that little number, it's becoming a two-digit number. Now, yeah, it's now, like, now there's like a hundred texts there and it's just <laughs> yes. Ryan. I was at, I was like at work. I think it was literally a hundred. No, I was at work, and at 11 a.m., I glanced down at my phone, and I had 110 <laughs> text alerts. I thought, okay, every group text I've ever been in must be going on right now. No, it was all same-day shipping. Uh, and I appreciate you guys giving me the cliff notes at that point, because I was like, I can't go through 110. Yeah, I did write up a nice little summary. It was, it was perfect, yeah. It was a one text, like, oh, great, this is all the info I need. Okay, so... Oh. My I think goodness. the best way to do this is just to dive in. And but there are a couple <laughs> thoughts that I think we have to to there's a couple things. Okay. One, yeah. the way they built this bracket, and yes. I think we should stick in this confines because it, it, otherwise it might be too much, is they stuck with the last four decades. Yes. Now, no one in their right mind would argue that the rom com began in nineteen eighty. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There the rom com began really with the film. It happened one night. Clark, I'm not going to go through everyone. I promise. <laughs> Patrick's already laughing at me. But it started with Clark Gable in an undershirt, and it happened one night with Carol Lobar. Why not uh, Midsummer Night's Dream as the first rom-com? Well, that's interesting that you brought it up. Because I think that that's an interesting poll. Mm-hmm. I think that the other elements of that, f- of that story, that play, overwhelm the rom communists. So to my mind, the other thing that we have to do is, def- so we're defining it as in 1980s to now, mm-hmm. and then we're also defining it, what is a rom-com? 
Because some of the things mm-hmm. I would say on this list are not rom-coms. Uh, and there are glaring omissions that fit the formula perfectly. So I would say it's a comedy centered on a relationship. A romantic relationship? A romantic relationship. Okay. Um, yeah, I agree. I think I, I, I think the romantic relationship yeah. has to be the main thing. It cannot be a B plot or a C plot, which I'm a little upset about some of the picks yeah. on this well, on this EW thing. Because, yeah, because a lot of them, I was like, this is not a rom-com. No. And this is only a rom-com because of rampant sexism. Mm-hmm. If this if this were a story about a man going through this thing, it would not be on here. It's just like how Ready Player One is not considered young adult when it should be. I'm done. Okay. <laughs> Please don't be done. We have I'm not done. I'm just done screaming do. about that particular thing. <laughs> okay. So Kelly just sits I'm on her just, hands for the next 50 minutes. <laughs> yeah. We're going to go through, once we fix the bracket, we'll do the, the, the matchups. So let's just go through. Uh, let's pick go through by a, pick. a decade at a time and just okay. sort of uh, like let's let's hear a decade and right. then and then talk about it. Okay. So the picks for the 1980s, okay, are Pretty in Pink, Sixteen Candles, Coming to America, Mannequin, Some Kind of Wonderful, Moonstruck, Say Anything, and Princess Bride. Now I will say personally as a fan of film mm-hmm. especially movies <laughs> keep going keep going especially things that are on camera <laughs> these are all quality films are they all rom-coms no romantic no. comedies one that i would say is almost off the bat not a rom-com is number 1 pretty in pink pretty in pink are you guys familiar with this story yes mm-hmm. She ends up with the wrong guy, and it's a drama. It's a class struggle drama. There, I mean, we need to make room in the 1980s bracket for uh, for alts, right? Yes. So I, I have some. I mean, I I I would uh, totally agree that Pretty in Pink yank it out. Okay. How do we feel about Sixteen Candles? Now, Sixteen Candles is that the one? Okay, can you? Because I get that short one answers. Okay, so uh, we have Molly Ringwald. <laughs> yes, sixteenth birthday. Yes. Her sister is getting married uh, the next day. But that night, there's Jake a dance. Ryan. Yep. Okay. That night, there's a dance. She goes to the dance. She has a crush on Jake Ryan, but he has a girlfriend. Then there's a cra- it's a wild, crazy night comedy. In the end, Jake Ryan finds out she has a crush on him. Then that kind of like makes him interested, fulfilling the fantasy of every mm-hmm. teenage girl in the world. Hunky Jake Ryan picks her up from her sister's wedding. They're together. They kiss over a cake. Does Ducky wear a cool Interesting. hat? Interesting. That is pretty in pink. Okay. Okay. Um, so that's the whole. Yeah, that's the whole thing with Ducky. Those two are like. Yeah. 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 Yes. And honestly, if I almost would say that if Molly Ringwald were to finish the film kissing Ducky, I may call it a romantic comedy yeah, because then so, that yeah. relationship is fairly humorous. But the relationship that she has, and I know we already crossed off, but with Blaine, his name is literally Blaine. <laughs> is very much is a, a drama. Blaine? I'm sorry. He could be like the proto Blaine for Blaine's being lame. I think Blaine. I mean, come on, Blaine. Blaine. You're gonna lay the Blaine the, the Blaine, 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 Blaine on Blaine. I think it's all Blaine's fault. So okay, yeah, and so okay, so Sixteen Candles is very much a comedy. It's some of the comedy has not aged. There's Long Duck Dong is yeah, in Sixteen not Candles. Good, not so good. We could cross Sixteen Candles off if we wanted. Just for racism or 
if we wanted. Yeah. Uh, but it is a rom-com. I, I don't, it's not misplaced as being, co- it's a rom-com. So okay. I don't have a problem with it being on the list, but I think that things like it's racism will may, get it. May disqualify. Yeah, it may lose real yeah. quick. De-, de facto. Um, hmm. And I I'm say, not into the racism, personally. Okay, then I'm I down. I say it's got to go. What are you talking about? <laughs> I just, you know. All right, I'm down. We're going to make, and we're early in the thing, so we can start making moral choices. Yeah. Yeah, okay, great. Let's cut them both. Okay. Coming to America. This is uh, Eddie Murphy and uh, Arsenio Hall. <laughs> Eddie Murphy is a prince. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to take over as king right away. He wants to have some life experiences, so he moves to America and has to deal with being a black American, which is a much different experience than being a prince. Right. It has racial comedy, but it also has a strong romantic storyline. Mm. Now I like it. This is a movie that I have not seen since watching it on Comedy Central. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm not sure that I remember there being a relationship in this movie. There is. <laughs> <laughs> Just to answer Thank your question, you. there Thank is. You. Yes. Short and and there is, I think, in I, I never thought of it as a romantic comedy before. Mm-hmm. But then when I started thinking about it, and when I first saw it on the list, I was like, I don't know about that. But it does have that formulaic, like, um, oh, I'm like falling for you under some kind of weird false pretense. Yes. Oh no, what's mm-hmm. the lie about? We're gonna misunderstand each other about what's the lie. We're not gonna talk. Oh, now I know that the truth is what it is and I still like you in fact maybe I like you more and now we're going to be together and we did talk about some gender issues earlier and I think that if this was a switch gender we would automatically call it a rom absolutely because it's sure. a prince who's supposed to, who's betrothed who doesn't want to get married runs away to another town and falls in love with a commoner commoner which that's yeah a very common trope in in romantic comedy yeah so I'd say it is a romantic okay. comedy so we'll keep it mannequin now okay it is <laughs> It's the story of a man who works at a department. Are you guys familiar with this? Yes. Okay. Uh, in, in concept, I know that I've seen it. Yeah. I'm more familiar with Mannequin 2. On the Move. Okay. On the Move? Is that what it is? Yeah. That's a hilarious name. Mannequin 2 on the Move? <laughs> that is the best subtitle for a sequel <laughs> since Back in the Habit. And I know that it technically came out before <laughs> yeah. that. But I wasn't aware of it until just now. Until our faces. So <laughs> when we were yeah. just like, uh huh, uh huh. <laughs> um, it is. It is a good name. Probably not a great film. That being said, we are not talking about on the move. All right. No, we're talking about mannequin OG, and it is the story of a man who puts a, a mannequin and a man <laughs> who fall in love because the mannequin wears a special. Uh, I believe it's a necklace that makes her come alive at night, and then they have adventures. Isn't she like? Okay, am I thinking of Mannequin 2 or Mannequin, where she is an ancient person? She, the magic uh-huh. is, I believe she is an Egyptian queen. Yes, and there was a lightning strike that turned her into a mannequin? Something like, Something like that. that. That and seems vaguely and familiar. And she's like a white Egyptian so queen. So wait, wait, wait. She's King She's, okay. So but I'll, there's some questions. But her body is the mannequin body. So archaeologists dig up this yeah and then it gets treated like a costume jewelry got it wait oh so her soul like goes into the mannequin yes but we do see flashbacks Ah, and it's kim control in the flashbacks but okay it's yeah so there is guys it was the 80s there's gonna be probably problematic elements yeah every one we talk about and into the 90s yeah 
unfortunately. And to today. And today. And, and today. <laughs> the 80s, and the 90s, today. and today? Yes, it's the best <laughs> of rock and racism. Um, so, Mannequin, I don't think it would... I mean, I know people who love this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, my bestie is one of them. And so I've rewatched it fairly recently with her, like in the last 10 years. It holds up as a rom-com. It is not... I wouldn't say it's like an exceptional one or a groundbreaking one. And but right now, one. that so right now that's we also should think about um, the conference and the bracket. Right now, that's going toe to toe with coming to America, which is staying in the race. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, is it an automatic? I mean, I think it is like a. It's probably like a fourteen seed. Right. Or, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's I mean, not right. A, if if we're going on that, right. like if those if those two movies go head to head right now, I mean, I know what my pick is going to be. Um. Okay, well, are you trying to... You're jumping at pretty far ahead. I'm of jumping ahead, are. but I'm saying, like, if so we're So you're saying, it, like, it. keeping it is, like, a disservice to the bracket? Well, we can... Here, here's what I'm going to suggest. I'm going to suggest that we keep it there if, when we are going back through to, uh, like, put our additions in here, mm-hmm. if we're like, we need one more spot, then Mannequin's first on the chopping block. Great. Gotcha. Yeah, well, I guess what my point was, I wasn't being concise. Uh, what I meant was... Even if it is technically a rom com, is it one of the top eight top eight of the nineteen eighties? I also here's I not in my taste. There are other movies too. Well, I know you have alts. Never mind. I'll wait. I'll wait on the alts. Yeah, let's get through the eighties, then talk the alts, and we'll yeah. add them in. This is going to take four hours. No, <laughs> no, it's the not. 80s, the nineties is better. Like the the different. I mean, I do have a lot of alts, but I I think this is the worst. Easily the worst. The 80s right. was the worst. And it's the worst decade considering rom com. It's not like rom coms were dead in the eighties. People say rom coms were dead in the two thousands, but like there were good rom coms in the eighties that are just being ignored. So I mean, there's there's like four teen movies in the eighties that are being chosen, and that's just because people like teen movies in the eighties, not because they're the best rom coms. Right, right. So the next one is one of my favorites, and I probably have done it as a ship, if not on the show, like in my personal life, because it's a favorite, is the film Some Kind of Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Does that title mean anything to you guys? It's I think one you, I've Watts heard you mention it. With the girl, the Mary Stuart Masterson with the pixie cut, and she's a drummer. I'm looking at Colin because I feel like Colin would enjoy this woman. What was it? <laughs> Sorry. Wait, can, can you say it one more time? What is it called? It's called Some Kind of Wonderful. Some Kind of Wonderful. It is another one, like Pretty in Pink, that is essentially a drama it stars eric stoltz and mary mm-hmm. stewart masterson and leah thompson leah thompson is like the beautiful popular girl um and uh, eric stoltz is like an angsty teen he is an artist but his dad wants him to go to college but he wants to go to art school and he's like a loser and so is his best friend watts who's a drummer and kind of uh non-binary though they don't have terms like that at the mm-hmm. time so people are just mean to her um and she, uh, so they, they're best friends, but it's very angsty. And then as it kind of is a prank, the most popular girl in school accepts a date with Eric Stoltz, the main guy. Okay. And so he's like, well, I'm going to give her the best date. I'm going to prove to her that a guy from the wrong side of the tracks can do a good date. So he runs out an art gallery and puts up a painting of her in it. And he takes her out and he ends up like hiring his best friend to be a chauffeur. Meanwhile, the best friend is in love with him. It is not as wacky as I'm making it sound. It's, it's very dramatic. Much. It's also like, there's like a kiss in it that's like hot. Very hot. Because mm. nice. Eric Stoltz is like, I'll be fine. And Mary Street Masterson is like, can you deliver a kiss that kills? 
which I like. I wish I could have said that to someone. That's, That's so bold. So bold. And she's like, can you deliver a kiss that kills? And he's like, no, I'll be fine. And she's like, okay, all right, fine. Yeah, you'll be good at kissing. Uh, what if uh, when you kiss her, what do you where are you gonna put your hands? And he's like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I get like on her, on her, on her shoulders or something. And he, she goes, no, you're gonna put them on her hips. So then she grabs his hands and she puts them on <gasps> her hips. Yes. And then she's like, come on. She, and she's like, I don't have to do this. And he's like, no, we'll do it. It's fine. And she's like, I'm doing you a favor, buddy. And he's like, oh, fine, whatever. So she's like, okay, so. This is like a fanfic. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, it's oh so my fucking God. Weird. I can't wait to show you guys after this record. So this one could stay, right? Uh, it's very yeah, it's 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 romantic. It's <laughs> the comedy part is weak. But so then he does kiss her. And the moment that is like too hot for television like it was on tnt but it was too much ryan mogi is just fanning out I'm her shirt fanning yeah. myself. <laughs> yeah. it's too much is like so so he kisses her and she's kind of like whoa and her she's sitting on a they're working on a car she's sitting on a bench and so her legs are like near over his hips and then she like wraps them <gasps> around and then his hands which are covered in grease because yes. he's been working on a car yes, yes yes and they were like placed in her hips and then they like clench <laughs> but he's like clenching his own hand instead of oh grabbing her because oh he doesn't oh want to grab her god. oh my god and then oh she's like god. Oh, and then she's like, push him away. She's like, you got it, buddy. You're fine. Oh, he's like, he's like, no. You, and he, it's so cute. I can't believe I haven't told you guys this before. Because he goes, he's like, and she's like, she, he's like, you're blushing. He's like, you're blushing. And she's like, yeah, right. Like the day I blush. And he's like, he goes, no, you're, you're pretty. And she's like, Ugh, see if I ever do you a favor. Oh, no, you're right. It's fanfic. But it's good. Yeah, it's good. No, but that, that's that's a compliment. Right, that's it. a compliment. I, yeah, I, I was gonna say gonna I, I don't think that was a criticism. I was gonna talk us out of it because it's not really a comedy. But guys, let's just keep it. All right, let's just keep it. Let's just keep it. All right, Moonstruck. Okay, Moonstruck. Are you guys familiar? I've not seen Moonstruck, but I know the cover. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I haven't seen all of it. I haven't seen all of it. I would say now you guys know. I'm a- we need to do this like a political debate where we ding Mogi on her synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> what is ding? You mean like, short? Time is up. <laughs> wow. Moonstruck. The clock has tell, begun. T- tell me about Moonstruck, Colin. No, no, please go on. No sooner does Italian-American widow Loretta accept a marriage proposal from her doltish boyfriend, Johnny, that she finds herself falling for his younger brother, Ronnie. Does it say <gasps> who plays Ronnie? Yes, Nick- if you don't know. Oh. 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 No, wait, Rob no. Lowe. Yep. No, really? hotter. No. no, hotter, and he only has one hand. IRL? He's, no, the character. It's the so drummer hot. from Def Leppard? It's, Captain Hook? He is so hot Who, in this movie. He is filled with oh the rage God. of a thousand suns. And his hand was burned off because his brother distracted him when he was putting his hand in a in a fire. And oh, so he blames his brother for not hound? having him. Oh, Hotter damn, that's than hot. the hound. Hotter the hound, than the hound. Here's the thing. I, want, I, I would love if the hound just like destroyed me. <laughs> I would let it happen. Dude, I just want some like, like mm. fucked up dude to just go to just fucking town. His- Crinkly, yeah, uh, leathery balls. I just, I, I half want, a head of hair. Just I, wrap it around. I want that, and I want all that baggage. Anyway, okay. So, <laughs> so honestly, I don't care what a guy looks like as long as he's emotionally terrifying. Like terrifying. Like he, I, like he could kill me, but he won't because I'm so hot. Okay, um, <laughs> little bird. Okay, are you gonna it. guess or? Okay, you it'll, maybe it'll help you guess if you know who the woman is. Okay. The woman is Cher. The uh, brother is Danny Aiello. Is it Sonny? No. This person, you're gonna lose your shit because 
He's so fucking hot in this. He's a very pat. Here's the he's, he's a passionate so performer. Oh my Anything God. he's in, he gives oh, 100 bacon? and 10. Oh, no, no, no. Better. Uh, uh, fucking, oh, why can't I remember his name? I don't name? know. No, we're going to do on, a whole series on we him. We love him. On. We love him. Cage. Yes! Nicholas goddamn Cage. Yes, he's wow. so good and in this movie. Hot. He's yes. hot. He's really hot. And he's, he's hot. Just, he's, okay, but that, he's smoldering. He, he takes smolders. it to the opera yeah. and he's smoldering the whole time. He's filled with so much passion Look at this. And Look rage. at this face. He's hot. Oh. He's hot. He's hot. Yeah. He's hot. And he he's falls hot. in love don't with her. Don't tell me that you don't think that's hot. You I'm got, not saying that's not hot. Also, should see this Colin. movie. It's a very good movie. Colin I'm not going like to say it. Khan doesn't like it. It's a really good movie. I'm really. I, God, okay, I so Moonstruck stays on the list. Moonstruck stays on the list. Say anything. Stays on the list. It's not a rom com at all. It's isn't a it romantic. The, isn't the proto? Isn't that what everyone? No I don't know. I never saw it. I'm not into rom coms. I never saw it either, actually. I never saw okay. it. But that's the one. That's the fucking one that There's everyone points one to, isn't scene it? in it. That feels like it's out of a rom-com. Okay. The story itself is a drama about a very smart girl who has been, like, been socially sheltered and spent all her time with her dad. Mm-hmm. And this young guy who's like a solid dude, but like kind of never has a moment to shine. But he realizes like the way he can shine. I'm making him sound like spoiler. So it is. So it, it is. is it hinges it's a on the love meet, story. For it hinges sure. on the meet cute. What are what what makes it a rom-com? So there's a meet cute. There's a breakup and a reuniting in the rain, or yes, what is like? The, what are well? I think what, 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 what Ryan, I, what I think what Ryan was driving at is that it's not comedy enough to be a rom com. Yes, there's comedic moments, but it's not a comedy. Mm-hmm. It's the tone of it. Like, would you call? And I know this is jumping the future, but I didn't put it in my notes. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is that a romantic comedy? So I would sad. call that an existential crisis comedy. Interesting, because I would call it a romantic drama, because romance is the central plot. We can still keep existential crisis in, in that. Oh, yeah, it's a existential romantic existential drama, crisis romantic drama. Crisis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's the tone. So, like, the end, and we're going to get to Jerry Maguire, which is another one that I don't think belongs in here necessarily. The end of Some Kind of Wonderful, yes, they're together. That's great. But it's just like these are two people who are choosing to be together. Mm-hmm. Not like It's not happily ever after. It's not like smiling into the credits it's not jumping forward three years and they have kids it doesn't end with a wink and a smile it ends with like like the graduate the graduate is the graduate romantic comedy there's <laughs> the, comedic moments the graduate is every kind of movie <laughs> yeah the but it's graduate not, it was before a hilarious zoom wipe where a little dot goes around a gorilla's face at one point. That's true. There's a lot going on. They go to the strip club. There's that whole sequence, which the is movie's just... movie's fascinating. It's a fascinating film, but so are, are, are you I'm go- saying I don't know that Are you is. going to move to take, say anything, off of this list? Do you have enough alts to fill the list? I if think we- I'm looking I at a list have, right now. And I, I only think- have two great alts, two that are like bad omissions, and then I have several from Ryan's personal 80s vault. Like, okay. And I'll name check one of them because I've talked about on the show before, but Valley Girl is better than... I saw than, it on here on this yeah. list. Yeah, it's better than all of these as a rom-com. But does it belong on a on an ultimate list? No, because it's a little scene movie. It's a cult classic. The people who know it love it, but it doesn't belong on there. Right. So... Can Earth what, Girls Are Easy make its way onto this list? Pretty bad film. But, but it is a classic rom-com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I th- let's get through the last one on this list. Princess and check Bride. It. I fine. Really, I don't think it's, it's a, a comedy. Rom-com. Its central plot is a romantic plot. I guess. I guess I just uh, the way I think of 
Mm, I don't know. It's I I'm I'm right there with you because I I feel like if it is a romantic movie, it is a romantic movie third. That it is uh, uh, it's like fantasy. It's like a fantasy adventure movie first, a comedy second, and a romantic movie third. You want them to skip over all that kissing stuff? Yeah, you is wanna, that what you're, you're saying? You're a little friend no, 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 savage. No, no. Oh, no, you don't no, want no not at all. I think that's actually what the movie presents, and then like we have to like the romance is at the end of it. I think the romance, the romance- is the oh please. No. Romance is everything. Yeah. It's the heart of it. It's the impetus of the whole thing. Everything yeah. happens because Wesley loves Buttercup. Yeah, and I guess Fred everything. Savage may not be ready for that at the beginning, but he learns to love it. He begs Columbo to read him the kissing scene by the end of it. I will allow it because I love the movie so much. I thought you were going to say because we've decided we've retconned it to make it that that grandpa is, is Columbo, Columbo. <laughs> <laughs> which I love because Columbo had no children, oh, so just I one more he just thing. has a grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> he just has a grandchild. Uh, okay, so then what What are your alts that we okay, want to well, slot in? So how many biggest... slots do we have? Okay, we have two slots. Two okay. for sure. And, and then mannequin the, is... Yeah, mannequin. And we could cut some things if we come up with better ones. But my two that are just like, oh my God, so obvious. The first one is like the most obvious thing I've ever heard in my life. And it is a film called When Harry Met, Met Sally. Sally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Is... Right, that that could in. go all the way. It may. It may. It is a very good movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, do you have any from your list, Kelly, that you like? I don't want to be just, you know, um, taken over. Let me see here. I mean, but this, I mean, you don't want to take over, but this sort of is the Ryan Mogi SDS takeover. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're, you're allowed to. Okay, you're another honestly, one. Allowed to. And then this is one I feel like, again, you guys may not have seen, but when you see it, you will text me and be like, hey, that was a really good rom-com. Okay. And it's actually kind of a sexy rom-com. Ooh. And it's a film called Bull Durham. Yes. I love that movie. Right, I don't pretty, know this movie. Okay. Colin, do you want to pitch it? Okay. Write it down. So, Tim Robbins is a young, dumb, full of cum minor league that baseball is, pitcher. I think literally in the script. Uh, yes, <laughs> that is his character bio in the script. Um, and Kevin Costner is this old, over the hill, been there, done that minor league uh, catcher. Mm-hmm. And the reason they keep him on the Durham Bulls is because he's kind of a kingmaker for young pitchers. You know, okay. like they bring all the young, dumb, full of cum pitchers to pitch for this catcher, and he, you know, gets them to the show. He has this great reputation for bringing boys to the show. So this is his new assignment: is Tim Robbins, and maybe his last assignment is yeah. part of it too. So it's like it's a kind of a tough time for mm-hmm. Kevin Costner catcher, and it starts with this meeting. Like they sort of allude to like the meeting in the manager's, the general manager's office that like. Costner thinks that he might be getting called up again because we learn later that he actually was in the show. He's for been a to the show, yeah. Yeah, he's been to the show. Oh, and all the balls are white. That was the best. And they carry like, your bags for you. Mm. Yeah, he breaks your heart in this movie. Oh, so good. Kevin Costner could play a baseball player. It's a thing. It is crazy how good he is at it. You would think he's like a baseball player. But no, he's better than a baseball player. Is he really into baseball or something? I don't know. Um, (laughs) But so anyway, then (laughs) along comes Susan Sarandon. and I saw her on the cover. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she is probably... (laughs) No, I know you love Crash, Kelly. What? She is... (laughs) Wait, Crash? Isn't that his name? Just accept it. Just accept it. Oh, first of all, okay. I do not How did you love that you movie. Brought, you bring it, I bring it up more than I do. A lot. I bring it up a lot because it scarred me for life, especially the scene where that dude fucks that girl's scar. <laughs> okay, but my point is, 
This is I to my to my eyes. This may be. I think this is the sexiest Susan Sarandon. Mm -hmm. She is wearing like a line skirts and tops that like showcase her decolletage, and she's speaking with like a smoky accent. Mm. And her thing every year, which is kind of complimentary to Kevin Costner's thing, is she picks a baseball player on the Durham Bulls to mentor, and her style of mentorship. Is banging it out. Ooh, baby. But she does make them better players. Yeah. You know? she, so she's got a magic like the, snatch. She, <laughs> she really does. Home run, baby. Whereas Kevin and Costner has a magic mitt. She's got a magic mitt of her own. Nice. Uh, My goodness. Nice, 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 right. nice, nice. Yeah, so then it becomes this whole butting heads thing between Costner and Sarandon as to who's going, and I believe his name is Crash, right? Yeah, Tim Crash Robbins' character David. is Crash. Crash Davis, yeah. Um, so like, who's gonna get Crash to the show? And in their bickering, they fall in love. So um, there's a Bull Durham speech that I would really love. I mean, this we did already call you a really good actor tonight. You're a really good actor. I would love your. Uh, your you to do the Kevin Costner speech? Would you be willing? Is this I give the, you the what's it like in the show speech? No. Oh, a different one. I'm, it's the what he believes in. There's curses in it. Are you okay? I can do curses. Do you say yeah. F? I, I say it's F. It's actually C and P. I say C and P. You say I R L. I say C and P. It's this one. It says continent. You can take a second to prepare yourself. So this is a scene where at one point Susan Sarandon movie is porn a little. So Susan Sarandon invites both Crash. And Kevin Costner, okay. who also has a name, but don't worry about it. Crash and Kevin Costner both to her house. And she kind of said, inviting them there to like pick which one she's going to have an affair with. Oh. And Crash is like, let's do this. And he's like, threesome? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. And then, <laughs> Crash uh, wants it. And then Kevin Costner is like, no, if you're choosing between me and this child, you are not the woman that I should be with. Wow. So I'm going to go. But by the way, let me tell you my philosophy before I leave. And this is what he said. Well, I believe in the soul. The cock, the pussy, the small of a woman's back, the hanging curveball, high fiber, good scotch, that novels of Susan Satong are self-indulgent, overrated crap. I believe Lee Harvey, Harvey Oswald acted alone. I believe there ought to be a constitutional amendment outlawing AstroTurf and the designated hitter. I believe in the sweet spot. Softcore pornography, open in your presence Christmas morning rather than Christmas Eve. And I believe in a long, slow, deep, soft, wet kisses that last three days. Good night. Okay, and she is like, she's like, she's like having an attack at the moment. She just is like, and then poor Tom Robinson is like, hey, yeah, are we doing this? Like, yes, I'm turned on now. So, oh my, but yeah, God. So it Goodness. gets to stay. I um, unhinged my jaw when you're reading that. I could not just wait that. till I make Band you watch the principles. Movie. Wow, 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 wow. Okay, wow. so are there any other? We now have a full roster, but are there anybody, yeah. any of the ones that you guys have seen in your travels that you think should be like? Okay. There are ones I think well, are better is, than this, but I don't know that there are more uh, important ones. I don't know if this qualifies as a rom-com. I mean, I think it, to me it does, but I could also see that people would be like, no, it's not. And this might be just because I really liked this movie when I saw it. And so this is a favorite, and I don't mm -hmm. think it's a okay. winner. You know what I mean? But I loved the movie Romancing the Stone. Oh, yeah. Huh? Let's replace oh. Mannequin. Because Michael Douglas and Kathleen Turner are hot as oh, fuck sure. in it. They're running around in the jungle I'm all sweaty. It. And... I, I I feel like it is right? No, it's a rom-com. It is more 
It's like adventure. Rom-com. It's an adventure rom com, and like but the adventures pretense. So yeah, and this also is like we don't really care why they're in the jungle. Like mm-hmm. they just are. Yeah, <laughs> just and she's a romance novelist. Like it's yeah. a, definitely a romance movie. Mm. Yeah, before it's a drama or an angst fest or anything else. And it's kind of poking fun. Having her being a romance novelist is like poking fun at well, romance. She can't as find a genre. love in real life, right? Too well. She's a cat. And uh, he is a mercenary, and he's oh my hot. He's and remember, she's like, she just gets dirtier and dirtier, yes. and less and less clothes. Like yes. she starts with like a jacket and like heels and tight and like uh, nylons, and by the end, she's like bare legs. Yeah, and, and her like shirt, her shirt's all ripped and like only one button. Oh, so sexy! And the cover's really good too. So. Okay, <laughs> are we it satisfied is. with I'm the eighties covers? And can we move to the nineties? I think I, Colin has. Uh, Colin, oh, yeah, yeah, I have one. Have one. I'm not. I never ever thought of it as a rom com until you talked about coming to America. Yeah, and that made me think about the trickery and the like. Oh, we do love each other after all. Aspect. Uh, have you guys ever seen Brewster's Millions? <gasps> yeah, on is Comedy that? Central. Over. And over. Another, <laughs> I don't know. Another it. great baseball Rot- movie mm-hmm. where he. Plays for the Bulls. Yeah. And I think they just use the leftover uniforms from. No, it's uh, um, Richard Pryor. Yeah. Richard Pryor, John Candy. uh, Who is his lady? I can't remember. I don't know. I can IMDb it. So I I feel like that that puts the the romance like a a, a distant second to the comedy. Because, like, would Soul Man count? I never saw that one. Kelly, do you want to tell Colin the plot of Soul Man? <laughs> Hold on. Is that the uh, Tim? Uh... It stars a gentleman named C. Thomas Howell. Oh, I'm thinking of a different movie. Hold on. Okay. It's uh, about a guy who is. Are you is... thinking of the ladies' man? You... <laughs> Tim Meadows? <laughs> is that That's what you're not the 80s? We'll get to it. It's on my list. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best romantic comedies of all time. No, Soul Man is. Is oh, is oh, racist. I've seen the cover of Soul Man. Soul Man is, is racist. See <laughs> Thomas Howell. If you got, you probably you saw this on Comedy Central, I'm sure, Patrick. Uh, oh uh, yes, yeah. yes I have. See uh, Thomas Howell, who's this very white boy, uh, <gasps> just graduated <gasps> from no, UCLA. I know exactly what you're talking about. I know this and movie. And he gets into Harvard Law, but his rich parents are like, "No, we're not paying for your law school. Like we paid for your undergraduate. We've paid you for your whole freaking life. Like get over it." And he's like, "What do you mean you're not going to pay for my law school?" So, so how's a white boy to catch a break? No, he takes no. pills. Yes. That are now honestly he takes do, pills. Yep. <laughs> and honestly, if these pills existed, I might take one. I wouldn't take as much as he took. Huh? Wait, what <laughs> do the pills do? Self tanning pills. Oh, oh my god, uh, that's no. how they're invented. So he takes, but he overdoes. He takes too many self tanning pills in order. And then he becomes a senator, or what happens? No, he becomes. Uh, he becomes a Virginia senator. Topical. A, yes. Uh, um. Uh. No, he becomes a black so- guy. And then while he's in school, until so he goes to Harvard this Law, is horrible. And James Earl Jones is his professor. And then he falls in love with this woman who's a single mom. Um, who All right, is, ding. <laughs> All right, fair. Okay, nice. So Soul Man, we're keeping off the list. Brewster's Millions, I'm fine with keeping off the list. I just wanted to get and, an honorable yeah, and, mention. No, that's, yes. that's, and that's Soul a good Man is not a good movie, but it follows the plot. Anyway, don't let's not worry about it. It's, okay. it's not. It's racist. Um, it's trying <laughs> racist. to not be racist, but it's like. It's it's like it's when not trying hard enough. Well, <laughs> it's like any time, like it's like when men try to make a movie about how tough it is for women, or when white people make a movie about how tough it is for black people. It's like inherently condescending. Sure. Um, yeah. If like Kenya Barris wanted to reboot it right now, I would watch that. But I'm not really interested. You know. 
Anyway, <laughs> that's for next week's topic. <laughs> Questionable race politics episode. Um, okay, so 90s. The first one, we've talked about this. The movie is called My Best Friend's Wedding. Yeah. Interesting poll of calling it a rom-com. Mm-hmm. Because it is... Not funny? Well, it doesn't end with the couple getting together, which that's another question we haven't come up with yet. I, they have to be together. I don't. For a they, rom-com. Not for a movie to be good. Right. There, There is something that I am going to suggest for this uh, for this decade that does not end with a couple together. Okay. So then, I also feel like it's an outside choice. but And I have one for later decades that also does okay, that. Okay, cool. So that's not important. So that's fine. Uh, it does. The lead character is not in a relationship that it... She's, it's like, it's from the perspective of the antagonist. Okay. So it's, if it was from the perspective of the best friend, then I think that calling it a rom-com and considering it in this world, I feel like it's just because it's Julia Roberts that she's here. I just feel like there could, it it could be replaced with another Julia Roberts vehicle. All right, cool. We're taking it off. Yeah, perfect. Uh, Best man. The best man. Are you guys familiar with this one? I'm not familiar with the best man. It is one of a rash, and I shouldn't call it a rash, it's not a rash. It's a, a movie, I think New Line did it, but it's a um, an urban uh, romantic, and I would call it a romantic drama, um, starring Tay Diggs. Okay. I believe, apropos of nothing, really, I don't have any proof, I feel like this is the diversity pick for 1990s. I feel like they were like, all of these are white people movies, let's pick a movie with uh, leads of color. Yeah, and, and this is, this what, is, this is not what they the one on. that I would pick. Do you have uh, an, an easy alt for that? Because I, I mean, if if we can sub in another one, because otherwise these things are going to be just a wash of white people. Yes. Well, I yeah, I think there's I think there's something we could replace it. What with. What would you like to do? I think how Stella got her groove back is more of a rom com. Oh, rom-com. perfect! That is perfect. And that's yep. from 1998, and yeah. it is also Tay Diggs. There we go, Tay Diggs. Yeah. And I have some more of, because there was, especially New Line Cinema did a really good job of making, and this is before um, Tyler Perry was making like three or four um, black-focused movies a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, New Line made a bunch of movies that I considered in the long list, and then I have a few that I would pitch for uh, the 2000s. Now, um, uh, j- just to, to be clear, this is uh, replacing The Best Man, or it's replacing... Oh. I mean, I guess we're cut, cutting we them both. But yeah, um, I I'm think it adding... should go in 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 place of one of those. Yes, yeah, it's okay. in the same matchup. Um, okay, so the next one that is on this list is "She's All That," which is the um, Rachel Lee Cook, Freddie Prince Jr. There's a hacky sack scene that I am so glad exists. Um, it probably belongs in not another teen movie, but it's in this movie, <laughs> and With, it makes me really happy. Without so, "She's All That," there could not be another teen movie. True, or not another? Yes. Yep. There could not be not I another team I think it's kind movie. of funny. And again, this is me being pedantic. And I don't have the job that the person who created this at EW.com does. But like, she's all that makes a pretty woman reference. So really, you should put pretty woman earlier in the list when you read it top to bottom. Mm-hmm, 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 but mm-hmm. these were choices that were made that I was not a party to. <laughs> um, <laughs> never again. Uh, so she's all that. Yes, that is a romantic comedy. That's sure. a, it's a bet. Turns out the bet. Now... Is it the first time this plot has been used in a teen movie? No, but it is definitely the mainstream breakout of this plot. It is also well, not... And when we move on to the next uh, movie, with the, whether or not plots are being recycled from uh, previous movies or plays or whatever is going to come up right away. So I, I don't think we can hold that against it is also, anything. Yeah, and it's not my personal favorite, but it is an iconic 
moment yes. in yeah. the genre. So I'm, I'm keeping it if you're down. Yes, yes. I'm down. All right. The next one is another teen comedy from the 90s, and that is 10 Things I Hate About, about you. you. Love that movie. It's pretty great. Yeah, oh. It's pretty freaking great. This is this is like the, the first one as I was reading down the list, because I'm not very good at the 80s ones, that mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. Patrick, do you want to do the 10 things? Since I got a monologue, do you want to do the 10 things oh. uh, poem? Okay. Sure, I'll, I'll do the 10 um, things poem. And you cry about at the part where she says, make me cry. Just so you know. All right, great, great. If you don't so cry gotta, at that point, you'll have to do it over. Oh, my God. Like, so actually your voice, cry. Your voice just has to break. It just has to sound like I'm I've crying. I've seen you fake cry. You're fine. Okay, great. Just you're, like, <laughs> you're a good little actor. Just because we didn't tell you you were right before we started, like we did with Colin. You're fine. You're, you're uh, great. It is too late for that. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Woo! You're the Freddie Prince Jr. of our group. font is big enough. I just picked the first thing. I hate the way you talk to me. I hate the way you cut your hair. I hate the way you drive my car. I hate it when you stare. I hate your big, dumb combat boots and the way you read my mind. I hate you so much it makes me sick. It even makes me rhyme. I hate the way you're always right. I hate it when you lie. I hate it when you make me laugh. Even worse when you make me cry. <laughs> I hate it when you're not around. The fact you didn't call. But mostly I hate the way I don't hate you. Not even close. Not even a little bit. Not even at all. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. I will say, and I did, I said this, and I don't know if anyone on mic heard it, but I felt guilty as soon as I said it. I called you the Freddie Prince of our crew. <laughs> I take it back. You, and this, anyone who knows me knows this is meaningful. You are our JGL. I'll take wow. it. I will. It's real. I will take it. You're also a little bit of our Tom Hanks, because that's our next one. Sleepless uh, in, in Seattle. Seattle. Gotta stay. Now, it's gotta stay. It's gotta stay. It is a different kind of one because yes. they don't meet. <laughs> I not, know. It's more classic of a film, the uh-huh. style of film. And they even reference A Fair to Remember. Like, it has a very uh, throwback vibe. But it launched, like, a huge bit of that genre. So, yeah. it can't go anywhere. Totally. All right. Speaking of things that are more um, culturally important than necessarily enjoyable as films... Film called Pretty Woman, mm-hmm. starring Julia Roberts and Richard Gere. Mm-hmm. I was forbidden from watching this film as a kid. Really? Because prostitute. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which, and then I saw it, and then I like went to my friend's house and like watched her on her TV, and it was like a whole secret thing where I like couldn't tell my mom. Right. <laughs> she was right. This movie is not for children. No, not no, even close. It's not. And it's not even like because it's not like I couldn't. Sex is fine. But the dynamic here is problematic all along. And then George Costanza shows up. Really? Right. And well, he's a creep. It's Jason Alexander not actually playing George Costanza. Oh. No. George, this guy has way more panache than George. This guy's not uh-huh. as much of a loser. But he is a uh-huh. jerk. And he's very he's, mean He's a Julia rapist. Roberts. He tries to. He does try to rape He does Julia try Roberts. to rape her. Oh. But he thinks that because she's a prostitute that he gets to oh, do that. Oh, sure. Because she's property. So. Yeah. So it's, a, it's too adult for me at. Six. Mm. <laughs> I would say, yeah. But, and so that has scarred me with this movie all along. Like, cause it was one of the, there were very few things. Cause one, my parents did not forbid me from much. Like, yeah. It was like, if I was interested, like we would watch it together. We talk about it. This was one of the very few things I was forbidden from. And then I watched it without them. And then I was like, oh, they were right. So wait a minute. Hold on. So I, I, I have a weird thing with this movie where I'm not, that I don't, I'm not into it. It's just, I don't find it romantic. But is then it's a comedy but it, though. And it is a romantic. I mean, they meet. 
it, she, I, I do feel they, like it it does it does qualify, and it is so culturally important that yeah. I feel like it's. It, it would be nice if we could replace it with a different Julia Roberts movie. But even like the other Julia Roberts movies of the time, we have so we have like Runaway Bride, but Runaway Bride is exists and is like its reason for being is because Pretty Woman already right happened. right right yeah, yeah I, I think it's I think it's just Pretty Woman I think it's and I think and my so. best friend's wedding we could put in but like that's not more of a rom com what about Notting Hill that's a great pull but that is a two thousands nineteen ninety nine oh it's nineteen ninety nine oh. it's on my list to replace. So, uh, but also, it couldn't have happened without Pretty Woman. So, like, that's it's yeah, it's one of those it's things. Yeah. Like, she became so big. Yes, yeah. it was culture. It's too culture. Yeah. I sort of feel that way about Sleepless in Seattle. Like, mm-hmm. we could debate because they really don't meet until the last scene. Of the yeah, I actually remember seeing it as a teenager and being like, "What the fuck is this movie?" <laughs> like, hating yeah. it. So, like, I think Sleepless in Seattle and Pretty Woman have to stay because they're too important yeah. to the culture. Yeah, it's like the Dallas Cowboys and the Atlanta Braves. Like, they're going to the playoffs. It's a thing. Let's just, you know. I hate the Braves. They went to the playoffs a whole lot at the time that I know. <laughs> Pretty that. Woman was in they're theaters. There were so chops. I'm not interested. Yeah. many rom-coms in the 90s yes okay let me finish the last two and see if we want to if we want to remove any more okay so the next one is jerry Maguire. cut it it's not a cut gotta go gotta go gotta go yeah i'm so glad you guys are with me and then four weddings and a funeral it's a tough one because it is like it's one of those ones that culturally is a touchstone never seen it i've also never seen it uh is that the one it's no it's not the one with alan tudyk is it no. What's that one? Death at a Funeral. That's what I'm thinking. That's of. a very different film. Yeah. Okay. Never uh, saw it then. Four Weddings at a Funeral. <sighs> Structurally, it's interesting because it's set, like, it does time jumps because it's like four weddings and then a funeral. Mm-hmm. Or it's like three weddings, a funeral, and then a oh, wedding. Oh, these aren't all, just five events scheduled at like one banquet hall over the course of one day? <laughs> that would be a That'd much be different, better movie. That was always my assumption. It's on no. one very busy afternoon. It's people- we quintuple booked. <laughs> so it's like, people- what do we do? The romance is Hugh Grant and Andy McDowell. I mean, at, at there this point. There is a romance. I would. I I think there are other ones that could fit okay, yeah, yeah. I'm cutting it. Cool. Okay, so, okay, we, so we, need to, we need to get to another, another three at least, yes. right? I think we can. All right. Yeah. Sure. I have many pitches. Okay. Because I think the 90s had a lot of of options. One, I would say, if we're going to stick with Andy McDowell, I think Groundhog Day. I was just going to say Groundhog Day. Are you guys down? For yeah. sure. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. that's yeah. one of those that totally. we don't consider a romantic comedy because it's a male lead. But it 100% but it, is. But it, yeah, totally is. It is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, do you have another one? Or Because I could. No, no, no. no, no like keep seven. going. Keep going. Okay. Uh, while you were sleeping. Yeah, while you were sleeping, could go all the way. Yeah, it while you were sleeping, really, really oh, Sandy B was paired with some eyebrows like the coast, man. Yeah, yeah. she's not. No, she's not with him. In my heart, no, everyone is paired no, with those no, eyebrows. No, 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 no. She thinks she I, wants to be with him. She loves she... Peter Gallagher just as okay, much as she know, does in the first act of that movie. I know, okay. but Bill Pullman is really hot in it. Yes, he is. Everyone's hot in that movie, dude. Everyone's so hot in the movie. Sandy B, and it is funny, dude. Young, I mean, Sandy B is still fucking gorgeous to this day but young sandy b is like fucking practical magic sandy b uh i get that ooh. i think each of us probably have a favorite moment for me it is definitely speed well she speed is so fresh face yeah. still and so cute and she's like gonna drive the little bus like it's great uh mine is uh 
smoking oh, bar, man. sweating, eating crawdads, Sandy B. Forces and of nature. A time to kill. Oh, time to kill. Mm. Oh, I don't know why. Yeah, she's very Ooh. sweaty. She's so sweaty in that bar. Well, and she doesn't get laid. No, she doesn't because McConaughey is like, I got a blonde wife. He loves his wife. Ugh. I remember reading it. How could like, you love your wife if Sandy B's there? Uh, his <laughs> you wife- couldn't. You would have to stop. How yes, dare you love your wife? Yeah. She's very young. It's funny. Can that they- please be the name of a movie someday? How, <laughs> How dare, dare you, you love, love your you. wife? <laughs> Kevin Hart would do it. <laughs> okay, so also on my list is a film that I, if this doesn't get put in the omissions pile, it's moving over to Mogi Mentions, which is a segment you guys... Uh, that's coming up at the end of this. Oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, it's called Gross Point Blank. Oh, that is <gasps> Gross Point Blank. Is, is I've never seen that movie. Pretty perfect. So good. It's really good. I know that I've said I'm making you guys watch a bunch of these movies, uh-huh. but Kelly, like you would genuinely enjoy this film. It's a great mashup, <laughs> really, of a hitman story and like a hometown hero story and like just straight quality comedy. Yeah. Wow. yeah, like the that, romance is quality. Like a uh, Mini Driver and John mm-hmm. Cusack have great chemistry, but the co- the jokes are just good. Right, awesome. it's got it's got like solid, just like interpersonal jokes, and then also like the sort of slingshotting back between like the hitman mm-hmm. genre and like just normal okay. mundane. Now we only have shit. one slot. Okay, here. So, so are we willing to fill of- it with Gross Point, or should we? I have other options, and I think Colin has some. Well, options. and I've well, I've got one that I that I okay. want to bring up for the '90s, and I okay. can see it in your notebook, chasing Amy. It is that a wrong? We've decided you don't have to end up together. They don't have to end up together okay. at the end, and they do not. It is an alt rom com, and I think we should make room for alt okay. indies in our bracket. All right, so let me say my other ones, which I'm okay because house we need to house Stella because that's a little different, right? I've got you've got mail on here. Yeah, it is. A classic. I think it's. I think it's a classic. Wedding singer again. Oh yeah, something oh, I feel like it's overlooked because it's a male lead. But that's yeah. you know a what? Rom-com. It is a rom com, yeah. and I remember being obsessed with that, that movie. movie is sing so- the- that was the invention seen, of okay. rapping granny. When when he's on the plane, is that what you're? Yeah, yeah. 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 I was sitting with my dad, and my dad started crying. Uh, okay, have you guys seen? I, I know that he's like whatever he is now, but he just released a stand-up special yeah which is shockingly like better than i thought it would be when he tries he's great yeah it's oh yeah sandler's a classic and then at the end he does like a tribute to um chris farley chris farley which is like really sad and at the end he the very end he sings a song to his wife that's like an updated version of i want to grow i thanks for growing old with me or something oh it's very sweet and i was like (gasps) and he's like kind of getting a little teary and then at the end he like says to the audience like and to you guys like thanks for growing old with me Oh, Adam. Uh, and I was like, dude, what? Also, he looks so good. He's 51. He looks so good. He, yeah. Yeah, he takes lots of vacations and gets paid millions of dollars. I mean, dollars I, I just it. mean like he, he looks like, <laughs> he looks true. young. He doesn't look like, I don't think I would bang him, but he yeah, looks young. Yeah, But I mean, well, does he you look- are engaged to be married. But I would bang the hound. <laughs> okay, I believe so what, what we, you said was I would let the hound destroy, destroy me. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes, so yes, wait, yes. did I say so, all my things? Okay, I didn't say Notting Hill. Uh, that's definitely if we were doing a sixty fourteen bracket. Sure, sure, sure. But I'm okay. With I'm okay with it not those, going. I think, I think, yeah. If we're putting chasing Amy in now, that means that we are not making room for The Wedding Singer. Are we okay with that? Shit, I, I loved would, that movie. I would, yeah. love, I would love to put them again. both. These are what we got. Okay, okay. okay. How Stella Got Her Groove Back. Uh-huh. Chasing Amy. Okay. She's All That. Okay. 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, man. Okay. Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, man. Right. Pretty Women. Okay. Groundhog Day. 
while you were sleeping. Man, okay. that's rough. The 90s were good. I know, and it's hard because the ones that are not personal favorites, like She's All That is not a personal favorite. It will not so, win any things for me, but it is landmark. Same for a pretty woman. I like personally, I want a pretty woman to go. Yeah. In place of wedding singer. Well, so here here's the thing. I think that we are holding pretty woman on there a little bit in our collective generational deference to the baby boomers. Oh, are you saying fuck those baby boomers? Because guess what? Our economy sucks because of yep, them. Yep. Toss it. <laughs> yeah. Toss, Toss it. it. Um, Sandler, <laughs> the best baby boomer there ever was, is back in. First He's name, Gen last name. He's Gen X. He's Gen X. Okay. It was so funny. On the phone with my mom like the other day, I was like, I was getting frustrated because we were talking about the state of the union and the state of the country. And I was just like, you know what? Anyone who owns a house Fuck them. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I was like, they own houses so that I can't own a house. Yeah. I don't care. And They're she, doing it to me, mom. I know. And she was very nice about it. She's, on, she's been a homeowner for like before I was born yeah. my whole life. So, or maybe when I was like two. But anyway, she's been a homeowner for longer than I've known her almost. And she was very nice to me about it. But I was like... They own homes. I don't want to hear what they have to say. <laughs> so if this is a line that we want to run with, I think we could make the same argument for Sleepless, Sleepless in, in Seattle. Seattle. And replace it with... What the, do you got? Um, gross Point Blank is not on here yet. We haven't got... A, oh. And we haven't gotten... you. I mean, honestly, I would do, if we were doing like a clean kind of swap, I would say You've Got Mail should swap for Sleepless in Seattle. Because if we I think end Gross up, Point Blank is a better movie than either of them, though. Right. And, yes, but we're not talking... I'm keeping, I'm keeping my favorites off the list because I have favorites. Right. But if... But Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks rom-com yeah, is a quintessential yeah. part. Right. And otherwise, we don't have... Meg Ryan's not on here at all. But, and to say we're going to do a whole bracket with no Meg Ryan movies... Well, wait, she's on uh, for the 90s, right? Or 80. Uh, nope. Wait, she's not on... There's no oh, sorry, Harry Sally. Harry Sally. I'm sorry. You're yeah, right. yeah. Okay. okay. You're right. All right. Well, let's... So if, we're just talking if we, about if we need cutting come, right. Sleep in Seattle and putting in... I mean, if we do it, we do it. Are we if doing we it? Cut that. I don't see the point of cutting that and putting in You've Got Mail because it's the same movie. Oh, no. We're it's... talking about Gross Point Blank, I think. Okay. Is our next. The ones that I have are that haven't gone on Gross Point Blank uh, and Notting Hill have not. And You've Got Mail and Notting Hill. I Then I'm saying if we're cutting because of taste. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. she's all that. Well, yeah, this is our list. She's And also, if she's all that first matchup is 10 Things I Hate About You. Which it will fall immediately to. So are you guys down? But I love she's all that. Oh, but uh, not over ten things I hate about you. Oh, this is such a conundrum. <laughs> all right, EW. I can't com. imagine what it was I'm like sorry. for Moki to do this all <laughs> This day. is harder than it seems. Um, okay, so I- I'm down for getting Gross Point Blank on here. Let's do it. Let's do it. So Let's... are we cutting She's All That, Ten Things I Hate About You, Sleepless in Seattle? I say sleepless in Seattle. Just because, I, I say, uh, yeah, fuck, fuck the boomers. Fuck that movie. They don't ever, they don't, come on. I got, there's gotta be some, like, at least heavy petting. <laughs> I want to see butts touching. I also touching. love that you haven't seen Gross Point Blank and <laughs> no. you just trust us that much. I trust you. I trust you. I need there to be, like, a Mac out that's, like, there's also, like, some tongue. Mm, Mac out with a crack out. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Baby. Yeah, baby. There's some Gross Point Blank Mac out. Okay, They're, good. They Mac out. In the uh, in the, in the halls nurses. of the high school, right? Well, they do that, but right. and then they go into the nurses' room, oh, and yeah. that's where they put it in. And then <gasps> they, they come in. back out, and then there's shooting and stuff because he's a hitman. There's a lot they going f. On. All right, two thousands. We are okay. at fifty-seven minutes. Oh my god! <laughs> we this is 
We love you guys. We're <laughs> this may be a two parter. This may be a two parter. <laughs> Is this the end of the first part? Because we're halfway through. Yeah. We're not halfway through because we have to go through the bracket. Is it a three-parter? So I think this is what we do. We say, we'll tune in next week for the 90s. The 2000s. I mean, the 2000s and the, the 2010s. 2000s. Right? All right. All right. Wait, do we do that? Because it's been an hour. <laughs> hey, guys. Two, two relationships. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm. Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.